Merry Christmas. Welcome to worship this first Sunday in the new year, second Sunday of Christmas, and name of Jesus Sunday. It's wonderful to see you all here this morning. I'm Pastor Christy, filling in for Pastor Dan, and it's, it's been um, great to be in a congregation where we have all this beautiful music and this time to worship together. So thank you for welcoming me in during this time. I invite you to stand and join in singing, What Child Is This? We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to God in the highest. And peace Sing to the Lord a new song. Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Thank you. 
Let us pray. Eternal God, you gave your incarnate Son, the holy name of Jesus, to be a sign of our salvation. Plant in every heart the love of the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. The first lesson comes from Numbers, the ninth, the sixth chapter, verses 22 through 27. God commanded Aaron to say these words, known as the Aaronic benediction, in blessing the people of Israel. We too are marked with God's name and God's blessing as we are sent from our assemblies into the world. A reading from the book of Numbers. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the Israelites. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the Israelites, and I will bless them. Word of Lord, word of life. Thanks be to God. The second reading comes from Galatians, the fourth chapter, verses four through seven. Paul proclaims the ultimate significance of the nativity. Jesus was born the son of God so that because of him, we may be God's children a reading from Paul's letter to the Galatians. When the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, so you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Please rise for the reading of the gospel.
The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. After eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child, and he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. So here we are, we continue in this short season of Christmas with the color white to remind us of holiness, and we continue to celebrate Emmanuel, God with us. This Sunday, name of Jesus Sunday, uh, of course, makes me think about names and how they were chosen for us and the names that are given to us. I've always given thanks that um, I'm the one person in the family that wasn't named after another family member because I know the names that are left. So, just saying. <laughs> also, as a twin, um, I think I have a, a, a good grasp on the importance of names. I will still look if somebody says Joe because it could possibly be that they're talking to me. <laughs> but what does your name mean? They're so important, the names that we give things, the names we call ourselves. Sometimes the names we call ourselves inside of our heads and sometimes out loud if we think people aren't listening aren't very nice. We get that track in our head telling us that we're ugly or stupid or tons of other things that aren't true. Sometimes we get glorifying in our head, you know, I don't have to name those names. I think we can name those ourselves. But what do they mean? Names can be cruel and dismissive and life-taking. Or they can be affirming and help us identify something for what it really is. It could be what we need them to be. We know names are important. I've heard stories, uh, especially when I was at seminary, of one of my professors who accidentally baptized a child the wrong name. Yes, this was a good lesson on to really pay attention when you're doing a baptism. And the family was so impacted by that and what they believed about baptism that they legally named their child this new name. So what do our names mean for us? And what is the importance of it? 
Here, Jesus is named Jesus because the angels say that is what his name is to be. He is the one who has come into the world for your sake, for the sake of all creation. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He came into the world that we might be given a new name. As we are baptized into the waters, we are put to death and raised to new life as children of God. Our new name, beloved child of God. So those voices in our head, they're no longer correct or right. They never were. But now it's confirmed. When God created in the, in the beginning, one of the most powerful things God did was to give things a name. It's no small thing that you have been named child of God, beloved, that you have been created and seen and called good that you have been gifted and fed and nourished and called and gathered where we become something with a new name, the body of Christ. One of the names we give ourselves in a community such as this is Christian, and that name has been tarnished out in the world. People have taken it for themselves and use it as a weapon against others. Jesus says, I came for you that you might know life and life in my name. Life in the name of Christ with the name as beloved child of God is a life of repentance, forgiveness, and love. It is a life where we value the name that we have been given, where we work so that others may know that name is theirs as well, where none are forsaken or forgotten or maligned or misnamed. when I was thinking about names and I was thinking about my congregation and my own family, of course, um, my sister finally changed her name to what it's always been her whole life instead of what my parents gave her. <laughs> and it was so, she didn't do it for years and years because she thought it would be very hurtful to my mother. But she hated having to go by her name at work because she's a security at an airport and you have to use your legal name. You cannot use any other name. And she hates that name. I can't even tell you what it is because she would hear about it and come beat me up. So her name is Jo, and now that's legally her name. And that is who she is. And then I think about my congregation and these people that come and end up on the streets from all over the world and how I can't pronounce their names correctly and how hurtful that must be and how we have to, to change and make things easier for those of us who have stiff tongues and uh, 
Sometimes I can try and make a joke of it and make it lighter and ask them to, to help me say it correctly or is there something else I can call you? And I know how, how life is sucking, how taking from someone that is. But after trying for months to say someone's name and never having them look up when you say it, you know you don't have it correct yet. What does that mean? What are we taking from people when we can't learn and say and respect the beauty of someone's name? So here we are with this new name that we can say with our lips, that we can say with our hearts, that we can see in one another. You are a beloved child of God. Your name spoken and known and cherished. If I were your pastor and knew all of your first names, today I would say your given name as I gave you the body that has been broken for you. A benediction a blessing, a knowing. Do you ever remember the first time in your life that you heard your name said with love and it became a beautiful thing? Hopefully you've heard your name that way. That's how God says it to you. I want you to embrace your given name, the name that God gives you, and all that it means here as a valued and valuable part of God's creation. Invited to this table to feast on the meal prepared for each of us, strengthened and nourished so that we can go out into the world and see with new eyes the creation that has been prepared for us the creation we have been put in place to care for, the creation that will endure because it belongs to God. Thanks be to God. Amen.
With wonder and thanksgiving for Christ's coming into the world, we pray for the church, the life of the earth, and the whole human family. Holy God, we have given the church the holy name of Jesus, and in him we are your blessed children. Unite us in mission through the power of the Spirit. Make us worthy of the name we bear, the name in which we pray. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Renewing God, restore your glory to the earth. Awaken humanity to our kinship with all living things that depend on your provision. Teach us to care for the earth and safeguard its treasures for those who come after us. Lord, in your mercy, our prayer. Peacemaking God, reconcile the nations, lead those in conflict into negotiation, especially in areas of religious or ethnic strife. End acts of aggression and violence carried out in your name. Lord, in your mercy, delivering God, rescue our siblings in any danger, especially in communities where disaster and disease threaten. Move those in authority to respond with speed and compassion. We pray for the safety of first responders, healthcare workers, and all who protect us. Lord, in your mercy, healing God, raise up any who are bowed down with illness or sorrow. Deepen our care and concern for one another. We lift to you all who are undergoing transition in relationships, occupation, living situation, or health condition. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For whom or what else do the people of God pray? You desire fullness of life for everyone. We ask you to bless the marriage of Lisa's daughter, Kate, who married Eric last week. Your loving kindness embrace everyone in need. Help any for whom this season is lonely or joyless. Comfort those among us or known to us who are experiencing distress of body or mind, missing loved ones, or grieving especially the Unseth family, the Ritchie family, 
Ben Matters family, Olga, Pastor Dan's mother, Candy, Eunice, Elena's family, Mike's family, Ruth's family, Todd's family, Richard, Matthew, Kirsten, Kathleen, the Porter family, Finley, Kirsty, Michael Motner's family, John's friend, Christine, David, Jim, Awatash, Mulugeta, Jean, Jan, Richard, Lee, Barb, Denny, Hildy, Mary, and Carol. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Saving God, redeem us and grant us eternal peace. We give thanks for the faithful departed who now rest in your undying love, made known to us in Jesus, our Emmanuel. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Pondering the mystery of eternal love made flesh in Christ Jesus, we commend all for whom we pray to the mercy of God. Amen. Amen. Okay, you're missing all the signs up here. It's because I have one chalice. So Jennifer's sending me signs if you're all wondering what's going on. <laughs> so we continue with the great thanksgiving. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior, Jesus Christ. In the wonder and mystery of the Word made flesh, you have opened the eyes of faith to a new and radiant vision of your glory, that beholding the God made visible, we may be drawn to love the God whom we cannot see, and so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn.
In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to his disciples to eat, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, blessed it, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in remembrance of me. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. If you'd like to take communion in your pew, you can may all be seated, but those who would like to take communion in their pew, now is your chance. We'll start with the bread, which you'll find on the bottom. This is the body of Christ given for you. This is the blood of Christ poured out for you. In this place, all baptized Christians are welcome to the table of grace. If you would like to come forward for communion, I invite you to come forward at this time. At the direction of the ushers, I see them gathering back there.
God, our Redeemer, you have fed us at this table with gifts of grace and truth and life as you have gathered us in joy. Send us forth as messengers of your peace. Make us shine with the good news of your glory born to us in Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Welcome, everyone, and if you are a visitor, please fill out a Connect and Pray pew card. Pastor Dan will re be returning to, um, to Seattle this Thursday to preside at this Friday's memorial for Ben Matter. We'll be here at 2 p.m. on the 6th Epiphany. And that next Sunday, we will go back to two service schedule, 8 and 10.30, and there will be a forum at 9 o'clock. You're all invited to attend. Um, if you haven't picked up your offering envelopes yet, they are in the narthex. And men's clothing donations are being accepted for the Queen Anne helpline. Are there any other announcements? Yes, Jennifer. One or maybe two, right? Twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> Anyone else? Well, I want to thank you again. You guys are always so welcoming and kind to me and to my congregation and to our larger Compass organization. So thank you for all your support and for allowing me to be the pastor for two weeks. I invite you to stand for the benediction. Gonna have to hold exactly this one. God bless you and keep you. Jesus grant you grace and truth, and the Spirit send peace upon your hearts now and forever. Amen.